friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a local podcast focused on our community's creators. You can find us on all your favorite streaming services and social medias by searching Fort Worth Roots. These recordings do also have YouTube videos associated with them. Again, that's just Fort Worth Roots. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck is our most recent sponsor. You can find his information at roofingsolutionshauk.com, and that will be in the show notes. They, of course, do every kind of roofing you can think of, commercial and residential. And right now, Darren is currently in the works to try to put together a special incentive program to get you guys to give him a call so that he can come out, take a look at your roof, and just kind of introduce himself. As we move forward, gaining sponsorship for the show, we're looking for people that have an excellent reputation with the community somebody that's very highly respected by the people that they've worked with and roofing solutions by Darren Houck fits that bill. As we continue to grow the Fort Worth Roots podcast, it's going to be important for us to find sponsorship, but we're not going to just accept sponsorship from anybody that's willing to write us a check. They've got to be somebody that is respected by the community and is invested in helping out our neighbors. North Texas is one of the most awful places for roofs. We've earned that reputation over the years from the hell storms and the high winds and everything else. Right now, we're kind of in between hell seasons, so people aren't thinking about their roofs. But these high temperatures can also play hell on your roof. Still not a bad time to have a qualified, trusted roofer from your local community come out there and take a look at the thing that's covering your most valuable asset. So before something goes wrong, go ahead and save this phone number so that you got it in your phone and you know exactly who to call next time there's anything going on with your roof. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck is 817-882-6520. And that will be in the show notes along with their website, which is roofingsolutionshauk.com. And a big thank you to Darren and Tanya Houck for supporting the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Our next sponsor to tell you about today is Houck Walker Originals. You can find them at houckwalker.com. And it's also Houck Walker Originals on Facebook. Owned by David and Angela Walker, they both have creative original ideas that end up on this website. On here, you'll find things like customized pens, bowls, flasks, tumblers, wine tumblers, beverage holders, and an entire collection that features items for the home, cutting boards for the kitchen, coasters for the living room, or wine box for the dining room. I've caught David out at Arts Goggle. I've caught him at the River Oak Springfest Car Show with his wood-turning equipment where he makes tops and bowls and things like that out at these events. Anyway, check them out. David, Angela, thank you for supporting the show. That's Hauk Walker Originals, and you can find them at HaukWalker.com. We also want to welcome Woodpost Metalworks, another sponsor for the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Woodpost Metalworks specializes in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, uh, as well as installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. You can check them out on Facebook as Woodpost Metalworks, or you can go to their website at woodpostmetalworks.com. And you should check out this website because it's incredible what a locally owned family business can create with their plasma cutter. This stuff is wild. My favorite thing that I've seen so far, I was out at Art Goggle, and they had a booth set up, and they had this like three foot tall T-Rex thing. And it looks like it's put together in pieces, but they got the thing welded together and then painted. It looks like you could pull it apart, pack it in a box, and take it with you, but it's one solid piece. This thing was this thing was kind of a showstopper. People were coming by and taking pictures with it and things like that, but they made it themselves. Mickey Wendell and her husband are the ones that own Woodpost Metalworks, and we did an episode with them recently. That was episode 89, and it's tagged The Artful Village with Mickey Wendell, Darren Houck, and special guest Mark A. Nobles. But we talk a little bit about 
Woodpost Metalworks in that episode. We also talk about the Artful Village, which is something that we're going to start getting involved with and bringing out the Fort Worth Roots podcast to these little pop-up markets and interacting with the public, which we've done a little bit already, but we want to do that a lot more. I'm thinking about taking Fort Worth Roots to these pop-up markets and car shows and things like that on a semi-regular basis, just because I like getting out there and actually meeting people. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. Go to woodpostmetalworks.com. Basically, if you need a sign for your business or you're trying to come up with an awesome gift idea, or maybe you just need some decor for around the house. So check them out again. That's woodpostmetalworks.com. All right, that covers it. Thank you, Woodpost Metalworks. Thank you, Hawk Walker Originals. And thank you, Roofing Solutions by Darren Howe. Thank you all for sponsoring the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. This is an exciting episode, chocked full of information. So make sure you check out the show notes. There's going to be lots of links and stuff to click on there. The organization that lined up today's guest had an email sent to me about an event that they've got coming up. And I'm just going to read this thing off to you. The Fort Worth Public Library and Amplify 817 are hosting an amazing free concert showcased on August 17th. Amplify 817, August 17th. That's 817 day. Very clever. With support from a variety of community organizations and businesses, since Amplify 817's launch in 2020 as a commercial free music streaming platform featuring Fort Worth musicians, the library has continued to evolve Amplify 817 into a strong support network for artists. And then off a Facebook event, you can go on Facebook, type in Amplify 817 and pull up their event for that date, August 17th. 817-day concert is going to be at the Will Rogers Auditorium. You can get tickets at eventbrite.com. All this is on their Facebook if you want to check it out. And what to expect on their Facebook event says, Show some love to the 817 and join us for an amazing evening of art and music. Admission is free thanks to the Fort Worth Public Library. Musical acts include Avery Burke, Vincey Jones, Cutthroat Finches, and Grant. And shout out to Teresa Davis. I finally got to meet her out at the 100th episode celebration for the Funky Panther podcast. Uh, This has just been an incredible weekend, but I got to interview those guys at their event out at Panther Island Brewing. They let me sit there and ask them questions, and that's going to be their 100th episode. It was a huge honor. I can't believe uh, that they picked me out of all people to, to do something like that. They literally know every single podcaster in DFW. And they decided that Andrew from the Fort Worth Roots would be the guy to interview him. So it was a huge honor. Uh, thank you guys. What an incredible weekend. And it was cool to finally connect with Teresa. She was walking in with a shirt that said Biblioteca on it. And I went, hey, that means library. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well, I you know, work for the library. I was like, oh. The guys were shocked that I hadn't met Teresa yet. But uh, now I have. And uh, she's coming out to these events and talking good things about Amplify 817, and they've got a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm not going to try to describe what's going on with the uh, public bus system, but they've got artists on buses riding around town, uh, making videos, and just doing cool, goofy stuff. So y'all should check out their Facebook page. It's Amplify 817 on Facebook, but it has been an incredible weekend. And just yesterday, I met up with a bunch of podcasters that are going to be helping us out spread the word about the September 10th event that we got coming up out there at Pouring Glory. This is going to be Fort Worth Roots 100th episode celebration. And again, this event is supposed to be a big thank you for all the listeners that have been supporting the Fort Worth Roots podcast. We're putting this thing on. The event is free and it's our way of saying thank you. So if you haven't already, go to Facebook, our Fort Worth Roots Facebook page and find that event September 10th at Pouring Glory. Hit the going button and you'll start getting updates on things as they kind of develop. But we're going to have three live bands. One is going to be Late to the Station. One is The Gray. 
and the other is Itchy, Richie, and the Burning Sensations. And Kate Greathouse, a local comedian, will also be joining us. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, Mickey Wendell with the Artful Village is putting together a vendor pop-up market for us. And she was part of our little get-together yesterday where we got all the local podcasters together and uh, assigned them letters to go with a word that's going to be used for a Fort Worth podcast scavenger hunt. And what we're doing is, since every one of these podcasts uh, now has a letter, you'll go to their podcast, you'll listen to that episode, and uh, they'll have the letter inside their intro. They'll say, this is the letter for the scavenger hunt. And then you have that letter. Then you take all the letters from those podcasts, and it spells a code word, uh, a phrase. Take that phrase, put it on a raffle ticket September 10th at the event, and you'll be eligible to win prizes provided to us by our sponsors. It's just a little game we wanted to play, something that we could do to kind of get the word out about the upcoming event, and an interesting way to kind of promote all the local podcasts inside the Fort Worth area. I'll have more information on that next week, and we'll be putting all that detailed information in the show notes so that you guys know how to play the game. But aside from just playing the game, it's also going to bring awareness to the other awesome podcasters inside the Fort Worth area, which is kind of what it's all about. And every one of them that's involved with the scavenger hunt is going to be out there September 10th to hang out and kind of rub elbows and talk podcast and good stuff and just enjoy the event. And just so you know who I'm talking about, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre showed up, Forever Reckless podcast was there, Osos Colosos podcast showed up, the Feld podcast was there, the Funky Panther, uh, Fort Worth Famous podcast, Funky Town podcast, And uh, we've got a couple more that are going on that roster. But those are the ones that showed up yesterday to kind of represent for their show and be part of the scavenger hunt. It's going to be a cool deal. So big thank you to the podcast that showed up for our little get-together yesterday. Big shout-out to Mark Nobles, Mark Spitz, Genevieve, Angela Walker, David Walker, Darren Houck, and Mickey Wendell. Thank you all for coming out to that little thing. Um, Scott was very appreciative of everybody that showed up, so thank you. Our guest today is a music librarian for the Fort Worth Public Library. In this episode, we talk about what brought her all the way to Fort Worth from McAllen, Texas to help spearhead Amplify 817. We talk about the selection process for Amplify and how the curator panels are formed and how they vote on new local artists. Thank you to Teresa and Francisco of Amplify 817 for making sure this interview took place. Go online to find more information about the public library and Amplify 817. You can go to fortworthlibrary.org or amplify817.org. They are very active on social media, and y'all really got to check out their Facebook page because there's some wild stuff happening inside the city of Fort Worth with Amplify 817. That's enough talking out of me. Her hometown features the largest single-level library in the United States in McAllen, Texas. Give it up for the super Fort Worth famous Rita Alfaro. Thank y'all for being here. Let's start the show. So it's Rita Alfaro? Yes. Okay. And what is your position here? I am the music librarian for Fort Worth Public Library. Okay. And that is all-encompassing and Amplify 817 is just kind of a part of that? Yes. Okay. It is a big part of it, but it is a part of it. Um, I think a lot of people think I just focus on that part and there's a lot more, at least that we're trying to do. I think Amplify was um, the start of, hey, we need like a full-time person to watch over music programs. And so that was a big part of it was all the Amplify stuff. And it takes up a lot more time than we initially thought. When we (laughs) we launched it, I came on board 
about two months after and once we did that first submission round and then you know we was working with the curators and then trying to do all the contracts and get everything done and make sure people got paid we were like it's already time for a second submission round and so it's become this full round year thing even though the public doesn't see that they just see that we when submissions are open when we announce people um and in between then we're just doing a ton more so that's a part of it um we also do some live music programming their thursday jazz is a big one so once i came on board um i believe we're in our 14th year oh wow jazz. okay um and so it might be 13 i think it's 14 so um, once a once a month for 14 years uh no so we do a series of five concerts oh okay yeah so it used to be may through september and then we kind of shifted it during the pandemic so it's now june through october and then we'll do a con we'll do one once a month during that time so it's really nice we usually get anywhere between like 300 to 600 people from wow. what i've been told i've been in the library system for about i'm going on year 10 that i've been oh, working wow. here yeah with fort worth with fort worth yes oh, wow. i used to do you services before i came on board with the music stuff but and are you originally from fort worth i'm not where are you from I'm from McAllen, Texas. Okay, not too far away. Uh, oh, <laughs> McAllen is, a, it's a good, I do it by hours. I know some people, I think that's a Texas thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's about a nine and a half hour drive. About is it really? Hours. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm from the border, the south border. So a lot of people think, oh, borders, and they think El Paso. Yeah. I'm not from El Paso. <laughs> uh, I am from the Rio Grande Valley. Okay. Yeah. Is it, how far is that from Terlingua? I'm not sure you know where Terlingua is? I don't know where that is. Okay. I think it's down in that area. It might be. If it How is... How about Marfa? Do you know where Marfa is? Yeah. No, it's more... Like, it's maybe about four hours south of okay. Marfa. I think yeah. Terlingua is about two hours south of Marfa, maybe. Okay. So, yeah. Then we're further than that. Yeah. A lot of wow. people will say, like, they're like, where are you from? South Texas. And mm -hmm. then, like, oh, San Antonio. And I'm like, oh, no further. And they're like, <laughs> oh, they're like... Keep going. Yeah. And they're Keep like, going. Corpus Christi. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, south. And they're just like... And they're like, what's further south than that and i'm like the valley is <laughs> the um valley. are you aware of the the tesla what do they they call it like the space oh, camp spacex spacex yeah that's in brownsville is, um, it, is that pretty close to mccallan yeah so brownsville's south um of the rio grande valley so a lot of times people who are from the rio grande valley we just say we're from the valley okay <laughs> even though we're from different towns um or different cities like we're just we're just one big family down there <laughs> um and we're just all so close together that you know you're in one town and then immediately you're in the next and you don't even realize it but yeah brownsville's the south part of the valley mm -hmm. um mccallan's a little further maybe about 40 minute drive oh wow so yeah. not it's not too far but brownsville was primarily known for the zoo that's where our zoo is down there and now spacex <laughs> so, have, do you still have family down there i do my dad still lives there so i just did a trip down i usually go down a couple of times do you drive i do drive <sighs> I considered flying. I've flown a couple of times, like, you know, for holidays, because mm -hmm. it's just quicker, but with gas prices and flights just being crazy, I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just drive. But I have family in San Antonio, so okay. usually the trip down. Break it in half. Yeah, I'll just yeah. stay a night in San Antonio or a day and then drive the rest of the time down. So for the community down there, and until what age did you live in that area in the valley? Um, I was born in Corpus, and then we moved almost immediately, um, and then I've lived pretty much my whole life there. I went to college in Denton, so until I was 18, and then I went to college. And so having grown up there for the most part, and then revisiting family down there, has SpaceX kind of changed that community? 
a little bit it's fairly new so there's a there's a bit of an impact i think that's anywhere that's going to get just a big addition to the community like that Mm -hmm. where it's supposed to make the community money and you know any big business that moves into a small town and not that brownsville is a small town it is a a city i think a lot of people think we lives in we live in like little like dirt huts or something <laughs> like and it's it's not it's a city i've had friends visit and they're just like i thought this would be like like a marfa kind of town yeah. I'm like no like we are a city we are cities but <laughs> yeah we have a post office yeah <laughs> we have two post offices no There's four dollar uh, <laughs> generals yeah so i think you know anybody who comes into a community like that you really need to make really good relationships i don't know how good they're doing and making those relationships i know a lot of people who are a little upset about it Uh, there's a lot of people who are moving so even though they've Mm. created jobs for the stem field kind of thing who and they need jobs and there's people who are going into school for those that kind of thing it's you know the rent is going up everywhere i mean that's everywhere but over there like rent is going up higher it's harder to find homes and communities um gentrification is a thing and so i think there's a little bit of that disconnect right now Uh like i think at one point you know he made a mural and there was a big deal about the mural because he didn't hire a local artist Uh, so like come on elon yeah (laughs) so (laughs) um i think there's some promise there as long as i think they get a little bit more involved and learn to understand the community that they're a part of yeah um because it's definitely a different lifestyle down there it's definitely a different life and it's really interesting over there so and i love it i mean it's my home where i grew up i did a lot of studying there too when i did my first graduate studies there um before my life before library science and so yeah i think it's a really unique community and there's a lot that can be done there so you went to unt and didn't yes and what was your major uh music education okay and that's what led you to the fort worth library kind of i did music education i was a band director okay um, a high school band director yeah high school middle school which uh what schools um so i student taught in sanger okay um, after that and wow. then i moved back to my hometown went back to mccallan and i taught there for a little bit but i immediately went into graduate school there okay. and i did ethnomusicology which is a fun word people yeah what is that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the reaction i get everybody's like what it's pretty much just the study of world music and dance and okay that kind of culture in that music culture in general not to be confused with just general musicology um even though they they cross a Uh lot i studied that for a little bit my program ended up stopping we were a very small program there Um, i was doing border studies and then after that it was kind of like what do i do next if i can't finish and i didn't know if i wanted to continue teaching in the high school middle school kind of because it's I, i love music education i loved my students i loved the people i worked with but it was a lot of the same thing and i've met a lot of people who i went to school with for my undergrad and they felt the same where it was kind of like you have uil and then you have marching season and then it's back to uil and then it was back to marching season and it's the little things in between that were really fun like doing the small ensembles and getting to teach the students either like music theory or music history or them wanting to like learn more about the repertoire that they were playing that was interesting but you didn't get to focus on that a lot or even like i had friends who loved doing like the mariachi ensembles (laughs) i had somebody who did a conjunto ensemble and that was really fun conjunto music it's a regional like south texas music and it kind of came from 
so we had german settlers who came into texas mm-hmm. and then the mexicans who were living in texas or the tejanos were just like oh i like that accordion sound yeah that's really cool and so is they that adapted. how the accordion got integrated into mexican culture yes oh wow from the okay. german settlers and so they just kind of made it into their own thing and that's that is native to texas conjunto music wow i did not um, know that and, and i think I've been told also California. I know New Mexico and Arizona will try to claim it, but as far as I know, it is it is a Texas thing, and so, and it's it's very regional, um, really great. Corridos as well is another thing that we studied, uh, which is kind of like poetry in music. It's storytelling mm-hmm. within Mexican music or border music. But yeah, I had friends who did ensembles like that in school, and that was the fun part. It was not the okay, we have to do UIL again. Okay, we have concert season again. Like it just kind of gets monotonous. Yeah. So. From there, I was kind of like ready to switch gears. And then I saw that there was openings in the library, Fort Worth specifically, and I really wanted to move back to DFW. So yeah. that's And what um, year was that? That was 2012. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're, you're settled in. I am settled <laughs> in, yes. <laughs> and so working here with the library and then uh, transitioning into your position now where you're working chiefly with Amplify 817, uh, you said you've been doing that for about two years now? Yes. How did that position kind of present itself? Did somebody suggest it to you? or No, so they opened the position up for the public, and I know it was like a big nationwide search. I think they opened, they planned to open in 2019, mm-hmm. and I technically wasn't going to apply because I was still in, in graduate school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting my MLS. So I started over with graduate school, and I started working on my master's in library science. Um, and it does require a master's degree in this position. So I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not for me. And then they ended up pushing it to another semester uh, or the f- my last semester. So I was able to apply, but then they stopped because we had the pandemic. Right. And so I was just like, okay, well, it's fine. <laughs> and I loved my position I was in. I was a library assistant at the Seminary South Library, which is no longer Seminary South. They're at La Gran Plaza now. Um, La Gran Biblioteca is their name now. So that was my old staff and where I was for about seven years. And so, I mean, it was like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, I'll find some stuff once I graduate. And then I was offered the position interim. So I was like, okay, like, let's hit the ground running. Like, let's see what I can do during a pandemic so they just kind of had you waiting like you got the job but we're gonna wait yeah i had to i had to (laughs) prove and then and then after that about six months in i guess i I did a good enough job and (laughs) i got the position so i was really excited and very happy about it so well it looks like y'all are making some serious moves everybody i talked to lately with the music community here in fort worth they want to be on amplify 817 that's a goal of every musician yeah. that I've talked to right now. That makes me happy. I really want them all on Amplify 817. And that's what I have to tell people. And we've had a few people who will apply. And this goes out to anybody who's listening who is a musician um, who's applied and was not accepted in the round. Like we get anywhere between 60 to 100 submissions. Um, in, in what time period? In about a month. Okay. It's usually yeah. about how long we So you have to sort through that and you have to listen to their music and then you've yes. got a panel that has to decide on this? Yes. Okay. And so, and we listen to everything. There's other, so there's other versions of Amplify in the U.S. at other libraries and in Canada who have their version of Amplify and everybody does it a little bit different. Some people will get like hundreds of submissions and so they have to split it up amongst people i give the curators about a month a month and a half sometimes two depending on what happens um and we just sit and we each listen to it and we do our ratings and talk about it and then we have a big meeting where we all put our stuff together and we're like okay like let's see who we feel is a fit for the round so it's 
it is we do listen to everything we do appreciate everything everyone submits there's nobody who were ever just like like this is awful <laughs> like everybody is doing really good really interesting work yeah um just really unique like i think those first rounds you could tell like this is rock music okay this is punk music okay this is r&b and now there's a lot of like people doing like fusions of genres and mixing yeah. it up or like collaborative we had a lot of um collaborative groups people who were doing sort of like like kind of like dj mixing sort of things mm -hmm. that kind of falls into electronic music but it also falls into some other genres and we're like okay like how do we how do we classify this how i do think we eventually we're gonna have to give up on trying to squeeze different musicians into musical genres because they are becoming so intermixed oh absolutely there's so many subgenres and subgenres of subgenres like just, i can't keep up like just going on like soundcloud i mean mm. that's just clicking on the tags like all of that metadata that's on there just that's how you can find those like little pockets of like different music communities and different people doing just like weird stuff that's my favorite thing <laughs> is just let's get weird um <laughs> so that's what i always try to find is just the really unique stuff and so is this this is homework for y'all then you're listening to this in your car you're listening to it while you're making dinner yes so all of our curators shout out to all of our all of the people who have served as curators because they're giving up their personal time to do this technically i get to do it on work time mm -hmm. but honestly I, my plate is pretty full that i'll have to just like I'm like okay my shift's over time to listen to a few <laughs> yeah. artists um, let's see what I can get done you know before dinner or something like that or on the weekend so yeah it, and they're doing it for free our curators they are just using their own time to kind of help us select our next artists so. now who are the curators and how do you select these people for your panel so we usually have an open call for it and we do it once a year so the curators will serve um two rounds which is our summer round and our winter round we're currently working on finding i think we're short maybe one or two curators this round um i had a few people who had to drop out because it is a bit of a time commitment it's not yeah. too much it's not hundreds of hours but it is some time so we're working on that right now but um if one of the listeners is interested in being involved as a curator how could they get involved uh they can email me okay. or email our amplify i check um so amplify 817 at fortworthtexas.gov is the best one if they're interested in that okay. and we can talk a little bit and see because we do want people who are involved not just like there's a lot of people who will apply and they're just like yeah like i go to a lot of shows <laughs> and it's like really great like i'm glad and yeah. that you know not to say that they're not you know qualified exactly yeah. um but we'll get a lot of people who are like producers or local djs or um people who put on shows or people who write photographers there's a lot of it so we want to get people who we know are pretty well rounded in the community and maybe not somebody with a bias yeah right and there's seems like that yeah important. and so that's also part of the curator panels we always try to find a diverse panel so it's people who we always have a spot for somebody in the fine arts and that's that was something our director Manya always wanted us to have which is really great and i agree because that's something we do want to expand on is maybe more artists who are fine arts sort of people a lot of people a lot of them won't apply because they're just like well i don't either they don't have original work or you know they don't feel like it's a fit but we have a very thriving fine arts community here with our opera the symphony um arts community fort worth like or arts fort worth now yeah we've got quite a bit here Clyburn which just wrapped up so 
yeah we're, we're always looking for that we're looking for any genre right but yeah the curators we kind of find people who are specialists or who they they claim to be specialists <laughs> in certain areas ones that they know so we always have somebody who's maybe a hip-hop or rap expert or somebody who's just very involved in that community somebody who may be more involved in like the country or folk sort of thing or maybe somebody who's really good with the punk rock community or the metal community we try to find people who can help us with that because sometimes we'll get just tons of one genre and we're like okay like it might all start to sound the same and so we're like help us what do you hear that maybe we're not hearing based on like and they'll be like oh yeah maybe this person or this person or uh, maybe not this person yet they've had better work or things like that is what we look for yeah yeah so i would probably be a terrible curator because i'm already very biased towards the people that have been on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. I've had some incredible musicians. Yes. And you already, I believe, one is the Traumatics. I think y'all just added them to your... They've applied, um, but no, I don't don't think they made it this round. But we we are fans and friends of them. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. I knew they'd been talking to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And they go to all the Here Fort Worth. They're fabulous. I I really like them. Have you seen them Um, live? I have not seen them live They're so fun. Like, they're, they're just all over the place their stage presence is really kind of intoxicating i will say i get invited to a lot of shows and concerts and performances and that's like one of my hobbies and i love it and Mm -hmm. like but i always have to try to go in as not work rita yeah um so sometimes i'll just be like i'm just gonna hide in the back because i don't want not that i don't love talking shop every librarian i know loves talking about the library and talking shop and i think my position is very unique and i love talking about music anyway um but sometimes i'm less like well i really just want to like come and enjoy the show it's yeah. just me and you're kind, of, you're kind of a local musical musician uh, celebrity really i, I thank you yeah. <laughs> i don't consider myself that but i think um, for sure and then after uh being on the funky town or excuse me the funky panther uh podcast i think even more people know who you are now yeah so <laughs> and usually depending on which pair of glasses i'm wearing is usually my yeah. i have i have heart-shaped ones oh, which really? i'm not wearing today but most people will just remember that's what they remember i originally got them because i was doing youth services and the kids loved them and mm-hmm. they would just go crazy and then i just i just had to keep them everybody's like you can't get rid of those now i'm like okay so <laughs> it's a you thing yeah so thankfully my, pers- people are thankfully like, my pres- yeah my prescription hasn't changed so i can keep <laughs> them around but uh yeah so i you know i haven't had a chance to see everybody yet right um and then we started during too many yeah we started during the pandemic so there's still a lot of our musicians we're almost at 70 different artists that we have on the platform that i haven't had a chance to meet in person yet like they just know me as an email address yeah um and sometimes there's mixers and events and people are like are you coming out and i'm like no (laughs) i'm I'm just really tired or like i'll have to work late or i'll have to do other programs because again amplify is a big part of it but there's a lot of other programming that we'll do and i am also a librarian um who works in adult services so i will step in to kind of help with different programs that we might have or if we have big like author events or big other non-music programs like I'm there helping with that also. So you're busy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel that because there's a, you know, there's a show almost every night and I wish I could go to all of them, but like you, I've got a full schedule and it's, it's murder. And I feel bad because I've got some really good friends out there playing at some awesome venues and I can't make them. Absolutely. And when when I do get to go and I love it and sometimes they're like, well, I'm doing a second set and I'm like, oh, I'm not staying for that second set. (laughs) (laughs) and it's like and i appreciate when they play at places that have food oh yeah um yeah because yeah. then i can go right after work and right 
you know, even if I if I'm dressed like a librarian, they don't mind. <laughs> What's your favorite venue? Um, that's a hard one. Put I, you on the spot here. I really love all of them. How about your favorite two or three? Okay. Um. So Lola's was the first one I ever went to. Amen. And yeah. I have not been out to the new location yet. Um. I think I'm going this weekend. Yeah. I I'm gonna try to make it out. They always have really cool stuff going on. Whether it's Lola's like, is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And they always have great musicians and, um. Everybody's telling yeah. me the new location does not disappoint. Like, everybody's okay. excited. That's... Okay, that's good. I was yeah. a little worried. Everybody's worried, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about it nonstop for a couple of months on the show now. Yeah, because, I mean, they were... I don't even know how long they were at that old... the Or their wow. original... Yeah. yeah. Started off as the bar, and then I guess yeah. it's a second property behind there, and they mm-hmm. kind of expanded. I, I don't know the full story, but it's it's part of our Fort Worth culture or yeah. Fort Worth musician That's, scene. That was my intro into Fort Worth because, you know, I was in school in Denton uh-huh. um, and I loved those venues a lot when I was in college. And then one of my favorite bands from Austin, the Octopus Project, they played a show in Fort Worth and we're like, they're not coming to Denton? What? We're going to have to go to <laughs> Fort Worth. So we all got in my friend's little truck and drove to Fort Worth and I was just like, this is such a cool place. Like, yeah. I, And then I ended up moving to Fort Worth and so I was just like, that was my first I was like what's going on at Lola's like Rita moved yeah. here for Lola's I everybody here, yes <laughs> I moved here specifically for Lola's um but yeah they're I'm excited to see the new location I hope they do well fingers crossed um, I think they're gonna do great yeah um I really love mass I mean it's outside yeah. um did you make it up to psychedelic panther I did not okay I was there for you. Yeah. So again, okay. again, I was invited out to that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> again, I didn't, I think I was out of town that weekend. Um, I think that was the thing. Cause I had a friend, I told him, I was like, I can't go, but you should go. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm like, all right. Yay. Like you can go <laughs> play. <laughs> Tell people you know me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I really love mass. It's a small, but mighty venue. Yeah. I really like it. I love the little record shop in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cloudland recording does stuff there. So, um, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. And then I'd be a terrible person if I didn't shout out Tulips, um, who's been working with us to do our Amplify 17 um, showcase or series that we've mm-hmm. been doing at, um, we do one a month, one free show on a Sunday every month. And it's been really, really good so far for us. Uh, which Sunday? Um, do y'all do like... It's, it's various Sundays. It's usually Sunday, No, yeah. we were trying to do that at first. And they're just, they have a show every day. Yeah. So even when we were booking early it was hard for us to get in there and kind of be like a consistent sunday so we've been partnering with art tooth so usually when art tooth has a show there they'll do their daytime thing and then we'll come in at night we'll swoop in and Uh and help promote art tooth but also have our free concert um and so far we've had we've had at least like 80 to 200 people depending on the show that's awesome Um, our first one was joe or joe he he opened it up for us and he's always super fun to work with um and then we've had Avery. Avery was our, or it's Ernie was our last one. I didn't get to make it to that one, unfortunately. Um, and then Avery Burke did one. Um, oh, who am I? Joseph, um, Joseph Neville. Okay. Um, his was fantastic. It was super intimate, really lovely. Um, so I think that's, oh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. I'm going to feel so bad <laughs> if I'm forgetting okay. anybody. Um, I think so far that's, that's who we've had. And then this coming month will be, uh, Lorena Lee in July. Lorena Lee. Lorena Lee. And I don't know if you've had a chance to talk with her on no, the show. No, but we're going to be looking for you, Lorena. Um, actually, I think, did she play at the ISIS recently? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know who she is. She is fantastic. You're the second person that has told me I need to interview her. Yeah, she's... I'm going to tag Lorena. Yeah, Lorena, she's, be, on, be on the show, please. She's a presence. <laughs> uh, she is so fun. Her music is just really lovely and inspiring. I think it wasn't here for somebody used one of her songs in a commercial recently and it was just the perfect fit um very like girl power and i loved it (laughs) (laughs) um and she's her her whole thing is cowgirl mermaid okay yeah so if that that alone doesn't sell you then (laughs) what are we even doing yeah okay i've got a couple of uh listener questions here i told him i was i think i tagged you guys in it maybe oh. but i said I'm, I'm going to uh interview rita with amplify 817 does anybody want me to ask her anything richard keller he said what timing a literally submitted continuous vaudeville for amplify 817 a couple of hours ago oh. i'd be curious to know what the panel is considering for admissions since it's such a wide range of genres they're covering and i think you'd pretty much already kind yeah. of outline that you know everybody has a chance to listen to it and then y'all have to vote on it later yeah and so one thing is like if it's i will say like if we get 100 submissions and like 40 of them are like rock groups mm-hmm. you know we do have to kind of narrow it down like right. we do want rock representation but it's kind of like who do we feel like will help us fill some musical gaps that we have in the collection because when we look at amplify it's sort of it is sort of like an online library catalog so the way that we have books in the library you know if we have everything in every genre and we realize hey we don't have any cookbooks mm-hmm. like we need to maybe fill in that section let's go in and order some new cookbooks that's kind of how it is with this collection too like hey we don't have any r&b singers like we should really like look into that community and see what we can do and we will scout a little bit and that's something that the curators also help us do is you know we always announce like hey open submissions we're doing this please submit um, but if there's somebody who are like, hey, this is really good, like have we'll reach out to them and tell them about Amplify. We make no promises. I will say right. that. You like can't. Yeah. We, yeah, we've had people reach out to us and they might be really good friends of ours or, you know, they're always helping us out or tagging us on stuff and we absolutely love them, but I cannot promise anybody a right. spot. Ethically yeah. that is Yeah, it wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um Steven Trome from the Traumatics. Hi. <laughs> That will be a great interview. Will we see a new panel curators and how are they chosen? So we kind of covered that too. Yeah. So you do two rounds per panel Mm -hmm. and then you go through a new selection process. Yes. And if if, uh, somebody wants to be on the panel, they can just email you and tell you they're interested. Yeah. And then I'll send them a little um, survey sort of thing. Um, I don't know when this will be out. So we may have already found our curators for this round, but they can always email and let us know that they're interested um and i can kind of put them on a list i keep so that once we open it again i can sort of reach out to them like hey are you still interested because that's kind of what happened this round we had people who were interested and there's like i can't anymore i'm moving or they're just like way too stacked with stuff and i'm like i understand like don't worry about it and so that's why we're still looking for some people right now because usually by now i have them like i have a full panel um and I'm just like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. have a full panel yet. So still looking. How about the jazz genre? Yes. Do we have a lot of that going on because that, that feels like uh, jazz and then maybe the hip hop community. Maybe those are the two categories that Fort Worth is kind of lacking in. Do you, do you think? So at least with hip hop and rap, um, I know like it's the hardcore rap sort of scene that's that was one that i think uh we actually just got an email from somebody recently who reached out to our communications director um 
because she she's the social one she does they my comms team does i don't want to say my comms team our comms team at the <laughs> library um they do fantastic work like doing the promos and doing all the graphics and really like f- doing the social media and i get the not fun part and i'm like contracts and let's talk to lawyers and let's <laughs> do all the behind the scenes stuff so um but I know, like, she's also very, our comms director, Teresa, shout out to Teresa Davis. Uh, she's very social, and she goes to all the mixers, and she's just a music fan in general, too. Um, so people will reach out to her, because they think she's doing the ambush. She's like, let me show you to Rita. And I'm just like, <laughs> hi, I'm, I'm the email. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, we had somebody reach out, like, you know, when they first heard of this, they thought, like, no way they're going to let, like, rap artists on here, or they're going to ask for stuff that's, you know... Um, I guess censored and we don't censor the library doesn't censor and we wouldn't want to ask anybody to do that we will put on there like if something like your album is like explicit content like that will be on there so you know maybe don't play that for your kids or right. unless you're cool with it then yeah. you know I don't have kids, user be so. warned yeah i had to yeah. do the same thing <laughs> i had a richard keller from itchy richie uh, and the burning sensations yeah. on and that was the first time I had to issue a parental advisory because I try not to censor mine either. Yeah. <laughs> but just, you know, just a warrant. Like, hey, yeah. FYI. By the way, the F-bomb gets dropped a few times here. And it yeah. happens. Yeah. And so, you know, they were just like, wow, we we're really surprised that you guys are kind of reaching out to all the musicians. And we're like, yes, like, that's what we want because we want what's represented in Fort Worth, even the small little pockets that are here and there. Um but like jazz is a big one i mean fort worth has a really big jazz history which is why our thursday jazz is so popular people love jazz and so that's something that we're always looking for as well um is for people who and that was part of it was we we need original work so Mm -hmm. a lot of people do like covers right and we're like oh we can't take that because you don't have the rights to it and so um or we've had some people who like take off a cover song because or some one or two songs from the albums because they don't have the rights to it but we'll still be able to put the rest of the album okay so that's something we'll work out with you know individual musicians as they come but um yeah jazz is a big one that we're always looking for um we've got two jazz artists right now out of almost 70 um or we should be at i think or i was trying to count before <laughs> we started this i was like how many artists do we have now um so we're almost the 70 60 okay. something and only two jazz artists yeah wow. so and they're good friends of ours taylor pace and um tatiana lady may mayfield um both of them have done third thursday jazz with us awesome. um both of them have worked with us a lot um tatiana is actually going to do we're doing a collaboration with uh the modern here um women with soul is what they're calling it so two of our amplify artists are going to be featured in that which is tatiana and also alisa mora um so that'll be at the end of july they'll be playing there so that's really fun we're glad we could get them out there and do that and that's something that's also another big thing we're doing with amplify is we want to it doesn't just stop at the streaming platform we really want our artists to have more opportunities to perform yeah um whether it's with us or somebody's like reaches out to us like hey like do you have anybody you recommend like yes what are you looking for like (laughs) and then we'll just give them names and contacts and or i'll contact them on their behalf um because i don't want to just give out people's personal information so i'll be like let me talk to them and then i'll have them get back to you yes (laughs) well excellent um i i appreciate everything y'all are doing for the local community and i know that people are excited to to listen to uh, amplify 817 and it's uh what what's the direct website to go to so that they can listen to the music that's on your channel amplify817.org okay yeah. and it's live streaming y'all have like 
it's not live um so you can select based on the artists that are there okay um you can click you can either just browse the artists or you can browse the albums um you can also click on the links so if there's like a specific genre you want like i just want to listen to rap yeah you can click on the little link there and then it'll give you all of the rap artists or the rap albums that we have okay. we also have some playlists on there some of them are just ones that we've created based on like the different submission rounds or events that we've done um and then some of them were curated by some of our local venues or some of our local like here fort worth has one uh the funky panther podcast made one if you'd like to make one for us we could do that too <laughs> what would uh, you like me to make of a playlist oh, okay yeah, of whoever is we select the musicians and we can yeah. say this is the Fort yeah Worth you would select the songs oh there, and we're doing that so yes <laughs> tulips made a patio playlist for us so it's one that they might feature on their patio as oh well. cool um so and we're working with a few other entities right now who are that is so like, cool in it. yeah yeah so um so i'll just look through your catalog select the artists that i like and say this is the yeah four worth roots or if you want to look through playlist. the songs and be like yeah like i want this song and this song and this song and this song and i'll make that real, yep. real quick we're doing that yeah mm-hmm. so. <laughs> that's so cool thank you yeah all right before we get out of here because we are we're at 34 minutes now um i did want to bring up one uncomfortable subject that i don't want to talk about but i think we need to okay you know what it is no the library Oh. And like the the, <laughs> the 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 what might happen, what is happening here? Um, you brought me down into a, a lower level from yeah where where I walked in at, and uh, brought me through an area of the library that's been shut down, and it's just a huge space with bookshelves everywhere, and there must be there must be two hundred bookshelves down here, right? It's a lot. Maybe. Not all of them are full, but it's a lot. And it's a lot of dead space that's not being used. And you were saying that people do have access to these books, yes. but they can't come down here and browse. Right. No browsing. So, like, you know, local history, genealogy, archives, um, they'll bring that to you if you make an appointment with the department, you know, and you say mm-hmm. specifically what you want. Um, they'll make an appointment and you can come down and see the stuff. Or I think they'll actually bring it up to you because yeah. <laughs> um, we're, we're just using the second floor for now. Um, and then pretty much everything that is popular we have a popular adult fiction section or i guess it's also non i think it's just fiction i don't know if it's also non-fiction um i work behind the scenes now so i feel like i'm not as involved in that part of it anymore but um they you know we check the stats and see what's new or what is highly circulate that people are getting and so we've moved that upstairs to make it more uh easily accessible um but yeah, everything else is still on our catalog. So if you're yeah. online, you're ordering books and it says that we have something, it might, I think it says on there, like in the archives or in something, um, you can still place a hold and we'll just put it on hold for yeah. you or we'll send it off to your closest library. So it's still just as resourceful as before. It's just being yeah. handled differently. And I think the reason that it was so shocking to me is because it seems like, you know, everything else that we've seen disappear over the past couple of years, you know, the car lots are bare, the malls are shutting down the libraries are disappearing and that's that's what it felt like whenever we walked through this space down here yeah and there are some changes coming um that uh, some of its rumors some of it has not been confirmed or decided on but yeah we might be losing this space right yes so this this space is up for sale um so you know if you really love it you can buy it you, <laughs> you know what if i could buy all the old buildings yeah. in fort worth i would do it yeah but we're we're just we're we're looking into a better space yeah. to, for for the community um for our items that we have and you know one of the things 
for at least on my side of things we've launched our instrument lending library oh um, yeah that so just like, started right yeah we started that in may may 1st is when we launched and so to like accommodate that and the more like we just have a small amount of instruments right now mm-hmm. none of them are here because they're all checked out and oh. we have a wait list and it's great so yeah, that's a good problem once i can you know get more of that out there you know maybe we want to have a home for that as well and in this current space we don't have that yeah or we don't have enough maybe meeting room space or study space for people so we want just something that's going to be better for the community so we're not going away we're not shutting down permanently there are 16 other library locations in fort worth that you can go to in the meantime and we're still open for now we're not we're not closing tomorrow right um it, it'll be a, a ways off um and then we're currently i believe looking into opening more branches around fort worth because mm-hmm. what we have now isn't even the edges of fort worth there's so many communities and people moving in that we're just like okay where do we need to go next right so we're not closing the library is fine it's just this building is we're just we're just gonna move to something better okay. and i know a lot of people have memories here and they're like i grew up going here <laughs> but there's also a lot of people who are sad that i'm like well you haven't been by this location in a, a long time yeah it's a lot different it's cute that you have memories yeah. but you haven't used your library card in two decades yeah. and i understand <laughs> that mccallan you know my home library was two blocks away from my house the one i grew up going to and my sister would walk me there all the time and i loved that library and when I found out they were closing, I was so sad. And I was like, I also haven't been there in like over a yeah. decade or two. And then they opened uh, their, the the Walmart library is what they called it. Um, it was mm-hmm. an old Walmart hmm. and the city bought it. And, and now it's the largest single floor library in the United States in McAllen, Texas. Go so, McAllen. Yeah. And so, and they're award winning. So. No escalators needed. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm just <laughs> like, you know, and I've been there and it's really fantastic. And I'm like, you know, as much as I loved that old library i think this was a really good move and yeah. it fits the community well um and they still have the old building like this building's not as far as i know i mean i don't know who's gonna get it who's gonna buy it but it's not gonna be torn down or anything my old McCallum library is still open they do art installations and okay. programs there so i'm like yeah. cool like it's still there if i really want to see it so so everybody calm down the library's not going anywhere yeah <laughs> we're not closing we are still open we're still okay <laughs> awesome yeah. Okay. There's a scene. Um, have you seen iRobot with Will Smith? I have not. There's a scene where the guy's like, uh, I don't know what they're arguing about, but he says, I, I guess you want me to uh, turn off the internet so we don't have to close the libraries or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and whenever he says, like, you know what? I wonder how long libraries are going to be around because I'd never <laughs> thought of that. But it is kind of an antiquated system. You know, I d- y- y'all don't even use the Dewey Decimal System anymore, do you? We do. Really? Yes. For, but I mean, it's not cards anymore, right? No, we so we don't have a card catalog, right. like a physical one. I mean, maybe somewhere in our storage, <laughs> we might, might have one. one. Um, Terribly out of date. It's yeah. funny, most library um, librarians online will always, that's their like goal is to find an old card catalog just to have in their house. And I'm oh. like, what do you keep in there? Like spices? Like, I don't know what I'd use it for. <laughs> um, but, and I know some places have done like, they'll do a library of things so mm-hmm. like the way we have instrument lending some people will check out like like pots and pans or some people will check out um like a seed library mm-hmm. so you can go and get some seeds and plant them and then once your plant grows you just bring back those seeds to the library and so that's pretty cool yeah and so that's an option for an old card catalog is that's where we keep our seeds well yeah. um 
but yeah we we have an online catalog most libraries have an online catalog that's digital so you can access it from home you can access it on your phone your tablet or you can come into the library and use one of our pcs and yeah, look it up that way. It that way well it's good that y'all are innovating and coming up with great ideas like amplify 817 or instrument lending or seed catalogs and yeah. old dewey decimal <laughs> cabinets yeah um because that's the kind of thing that's going to keep a library going Absolutely. whenever books are more or less just a cherished uh, piece of our past you know everybody's reading off of yeah. tablets and pcs now so yeah paper is not as as as, I mean, as in vogue as it might have been yeah, 50 I, years ago our circulation went up during the pandemic oh, for our online our ebooks oh, so okay. we ended up having i think we reallocated resources to that because we're like we need more ebooks right so if that's what the public needs if that's that's what libraries focus on we're like what does the public want what is the public that we serve need and how can we accommodate that? So there's always going to be books, but you know, when mm -hmm. the internet started, I'm sh that's when libraries were like, I guess we need the internet and public computers. And so that's how that happened there as well. And as technology changes, um, we will change with it as well. Right. And the needs of the community. I mean, we also have video games that you can check out too, because people wanted video games. So we're like, okay. Sweet. And they're expensive. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so um, that's an expensive hobby. Uh, so you know, that's something that we can accommodate as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, there are people screaming at me right now saying, why aren't you asking her about this? So, um, in order for me not to have a small panic attack, can I, can we agree to do this again sometime? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so y'all go ahead and yell at me, tell me what I missed with Rita and then, uh, we'll, we'll ask her next time around, but she's got to get out of here. This ended the day for her. She squeezed <laughs> me in last minute. I'm sure. It was a very busy week, but thank you very much. And, um, we covered email address and or yeah and the website is there any social media sites or anything like that that you want to shout out um do follow the library on all of our social media that's kind of how you get to know what we're going to do next right. um we have our online calendar on our website so fortworthlibrary.org i think that's still our address yes i'm getting the that <laughs> it is um I had trouble logging into it the other day, but I think that's Francisco <laughs> back there. Thank you, Francisco. Thank you. Um, and so that um, we have an Instagram for Amplify Eight One Seven, and also for the Fort Worth Library. We both have okay. we have that. We have our Twitter's account. If you're into Twitter, I know some people don't even use it. I'm over it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we have our Facebook pages as well. We have an Amplify page as well as our Fort Worth Library page, and that's where you'll get a lot of our promotions for what's coming up. So if you're curious when our next submission round is, or when our curator search is going or you know more about the instrument launch when our third thursday jazz is and all of our other music things like we have a, a music author visit about dj screw who is out of houston um lance scott walker i saw that yeah so dj screw and we're doing that at printed threads so shout out to printed okay, threads yeah. they've been, been in there. really great friends with us done a lot of the printing for the stuff that we have and the library like our cool library shirts our cool amplify shirts they <laughs> did that for us um and so they've graciously lent us their space so we could host this and we'll also have uh joe performing joe uh he'll be doing a short set during the author book signing so super excited about that that's on saturday as well so we've got a lot of little music things here and there and our branches all are i'm i don't do every single little music thing our branches do a lot on their own as well uh again shout out to meadowbrook they do um their guitar lessons and they do jam sessions and some of the other branches are kind of getting into the music thing as well so hopefully we'll have a lot more of that soon too very cool yeah 
Don't overwork yourself. You've got a <laughs> lot going on. I do, but it's fun. This is this is definitely a, a really I, people refer to it as the unicorn job. You know, not yeah. every, not every public library has a music librarian mm-hmm. or music programming, and I'm glad that I'm able to use my music background and my background in library science and just squish them together and working for a system that I obviously love a lot since I've been here for almost a decade now and in the best city in the world absolutely I love Fort Worth <laughs> I'm I'm as much as I love McAllen still 956 still uh I am definitely a Fort Worth in now so awesome yeah okay well let's get you out of here Rita thank you again and uh we'll uh we'll try to do this again after I've got a, a barrage of people telling me what all I forgot to ask you absolutely yeah. and <laughs> feel free to email amplify817 at fortworthtexas.gov if you have any music questions i'm happy to get to that or somebody will get to that whoever's going to answer the emails that day okay fort worth roots listeners thank y'all for being here and we will see you next week bye Huge thank you to our guest today, Rita Alfaro with the Fort Worth Library uh, and Amplify 817. Amplify 817 is, they're doing cool stuff and you need to check them out on their social media. This thing where they're riding around on buses with musicians and making videos and playing music is, it's a weird idea, but I, I love it. Uh, check them out. Amplify 817, their contact information, amplify817.org. Uh, to, to listen to their music catalog and check out all their events. And don't forget, we've got that one event coming up, the Amplify 817 Day out there at Will Rogers. That's going to be a cool thing. Uh, it's a free event. Why would you not go? Come on, it's a free event. And it's a great way to support Amplify 817, the public library, and our musicians. So get excited. Go check that out. What else? Our sponsors. Thank you to Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck, uh, Woodpost Metalworks, and Houck Walker Originals. They were out at this event this weekend. We had a great time uh, planning the September 10th event for you guys at Pouring Glory. And the podcast that we had out there that physically showed up. We had the Funky Panther uh, podcast. Of course, that's Chad, Tim, and Javier, the guys I hung out with this weekend over at Panther Island Brewing. Uh, good dudes. Had a lot of fun. Thank y'all for the opportunity to interview you on your 100th episode. Ridiculous. What are they doing inviting me to something like that? Jerry Jonestown Massacre showed up yesterday. The Feld Podcast, Forever Reckless, Funky Town Podcast with Jeff Lord. Uh, what else we got here? TFTI is going to be involved. They didn't make it out yesterday. That's okay, guys. It's all right. Love you anyway. Osos Colosos was out there. Fort Worth Famous made it. And uh, I feel like there was somebody else there. There's just a whole list of awesome homies that showed up to uh, show their support and help us brainstorm. It's going to be a cool deal. I will have all the information on that scavenger hunt thing I was talking about at the beginning of this episode next week. I'm just ironing out a few more details, but basically it's just an opportunity for you to get involved with the the other awesome podcasts that maybe you've not heard about inside the Fort Worth area. Uh, Some of these names that I just listed off have uh, been rocking and rolling for nine years here in our area, and you haven't heard about them yet? That's kind of crazy, but that's why we're doing this, to make sure that everybody is aware of what's going on in the podcast community. And that's another side venture of the September 10th uh, event is to not only 
you know, everything that I've listed off, but also bring in the podcast community and, and kind of grow as a group of creators here in our, our lovely city. So anyway, it's going to be awesome. There is a Facebook event and I'm trying to get people to go on to Facebook, find the event September 10th, Pouring Glory, Fort Worth Roots. And um, I'll put a link in the show notes, but if you will hit going, the more people that tell me RSVP on that event uh, that they are going, I'll be able to show that to potential sponsors and be like, hey man, this is how many people are coming. Don't you want to give them something? <laughs> so help me help you. What movie was that from? Tell me in the show notes or comment in this video or whatever you're listening to it on. Shout out to Elon Musk down there in Brownsville. Why not? Hey man, um, I want to talk to you about the uh, impact that SpaceX is having in Brownsville and the surrounding community and what we can do to get locals from the valley to like paint murals on your buildings and stuff it's better than wallpaper elon i don't know if you guys saw the most recent picture of him like at the beach or on a boat or something with his shirt off the dude is pasty white kind of like me if i take my shirt off and that just means that this dude works a lot you, know, you look at like jeff bezos he's all like in shape and tan and looks happy <laughs> not elon because he's still in the factory turning wrenches dude anyway elon be on Fort Worth Roots. That's really it. I can't think of anything else to say to you right now. Um, I do want to say that the local podcast community is a blast to hang out with. Um, I went to three different things this weekend. One, I kind of put on that informal thing at Pouring, Pouring Glory. And then I went to uh, a get together at a private residence with some of the podcast people. And uh, also the 100th episode party that they, they had out there at Panther Island. And so I spent a lot of time with these people. And I got to tell you, these are good folk that you just want to surround yourself with. Highly creative, very fun to just talk to. Um, but we're going to keep doing stuff like this. Every single one of those people that I was hanging out with uh, has an idea for a different thing that they want to do. And so we're going to keep promoting for their stuff, promoting for their events, and try to get you out of your house, you know? Come on, come to these events. Uh, generally, they're free. I'm not going to tell you that they're always free because it's not my place to say but um, we're always trying to find ways to connect with the public. And that means that we're going to be doing everything we can to entertain you. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know you can't make it to all these things, but you got to make it to some of them. And you definitely have to make it to the September 10th event. If you need any other details, if you'd like to sponsor the show or just sponsor the event, or you just have general questions. I also appreciate people that yell at me for no reason. If you would like to yell at me for no reason, you can do it on an MP3 format recording. Send it via email to media at fortworthroots.com. Do not go see Thor. I don't know if I'm even legally allowed to say that, but I went and watched Thor. It was awful. It's just, I'm, I feel bad for all the talented artists and actors that were in that movie because it was awful. The actors did their job. They did. And they were just fine. Incredible. In fact, it's the only reason you'd watch a moving picture like that is so that you could see their beautiful faces acting to the best of their ability to a script that was just crammed down their throats. It was terrible. Anyway, wait for it on Netflix. Why did I bring that up? Okay, well, thank you all for being here. I will see you next week. That's not it, Andrew. 
a huge thank you to you guys. Y'all are making Fort Worth Roots what it is today. Every single time you stream, download, listen to, whatever, one of these episodes, it shows up on the analytics and it allows me to reach more people. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to every episode that you have listened to in the past. And I'm going to keep doing this thing for you. We're almost at a... Uh, we're almost at episode 100, and that is a huge mile mark for any podcaster. It represents a shit ton of work, so thank you. You're, you're the fuel that keeps this thing going. All right, I'm going to shut the hell up. I will see you next week. Thank you for being here, and yeah, see you Monday. Bye. Bye.